Mana 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 this is Social Discasting. Welcome to Social Discasting, a podcast where my guests and I discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves. I am Brandon, aka Brandon. Hope you're well. My guest is an actor, comedian, and musician who has appeared on Love, Drunk History, and Adam Ruins Everything, amongst many others, and whose absolutely fantastic band, Don't Stop or We'll Die, has so many delightful songs that will get lodged in your gourd for days. Please welcome Mike Cassidy. Welcome. Hey! Hey, Brandon, how are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate your time. Of course. I mean, it's pandemic times. I We got to fill this calendar up. <laughs> hey, might as well talk to me, right? What else are you going to do? Talk to somebody in, in good old Arkansas, right? Um, <laughs> Is that where you are? You're in Arkansas? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm from Iowa, which is closer to Arkansas than where I am now in California. True. I imagine it's... You know, it's it's a little similar in, in probably the quote unquote busyness, I would imagine. <laughs> Certainly more so than California, no doubt. Uh, uh yeah, for sure. To put it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, first question, just how are you? I am better and better all the time. I uh I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. We um I moved uh this year and it was a weird it was definitely a weird time to move uh, yeah. a couple months after the initial shutdown, but it's been very good. The new the the new place has good vibes. Uh, we're doing great, actually. I mean, I would it's it's weird to say that everything has that caveat of except it sucks. Yeah, um, but we're doing all right. I mean, my oldest is st- started kindergarten during all this, and I run a kindergarten essentially. Uh, in my home, which yeah. is is not a skill set that I had or wanted, uh, but where <laughs> anticipated, we yeah. are getting through that part. <laughs> uh, See, everybody's learning in kindergarten yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. But like the kids are doing great. They, you know, they don't know any different. It's a bummer that they can't hang out with more of their pals and and stuff. Yeah. But hopefully, in the spring, the schools can get back at least. I think LA Unified is hoping for a spring return. Well, it's got to be nice, though. At least I would imagine from from just a parenting standpoint, too, to know that they're they're an age where they don't have to fathom what this is. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of nice. Uh, granted, I guess on some level, all they know is I can't see my friends, and I want to see my friends. Which is yeah, that's got to be tough because I, for me, I want to see my friends too, but I'm also fearful. Of the looming specter of death that is this pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So the Reaper just gently, always gently scratching our door with his with his scythe <laughs> in the night. <laughs> just the tiniest scratch to hear all night. Yeah, I I've had the thought many times actually. I mean, <laughs> it's really become a game of like how find new ways to wring silver lining juice out of out of this. Yeah. But there are definitely years in my life where this would have been much, much worse. Like, my living situation, if I was just, like, had just moved to California and was just living with roommates, and then I was just, like, in a house with those roommates for six months all the time, that would have been worse than... I mean, you know, I have roommates, but I they're humans that I created, so it's a little bit different. And yeah. humans I helped to create. I actually should not take credit for that. Um <laughs> The ages of my kids are 
you know, like if they were, you know, they're not high school age kids or even, you know, if even in middle school, like that part of school, if 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 I had had to miss my senior year of high school, I would have been so pissed or college or whatever, missing your first or any year of college. Um, that would be such a sour like that, deal. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I'm not having to deal with that. And my kids aren't having to deal with that. So I don't know. That's something to be grateful for. It could, it could certainly be worse. We're not set up terribly for it. I mean, obviously nobody is set up well for it. it <laughs> the people that are set up and we're ready for this are the people that like were crazy before. And now they're like in their bunker having a great time. I know that before all this, before like even the pandemic, there were stories about billionaires doing doomsday prepping, which is to say prepping, meaning buying literal bunkers in New Zealand. Uh huh. And, you know, these are people that wouldn't, they have their own reality. They won't be affected by any of this anyway in their heads outside of however they, they quantify success, which is probably like the stock market or some shit. I would buy, I would buy a bunker there if it was one of those Hobbit houses that they used <laughs> for lord of the rings if you kind of went through bunker, that yeah that round door uh and then like went down an elevator shaft a mile into like a little hobbit living room and i'd do that other than that i i don't i don't get the doomsday prep thing i guess i'm kind of half joking that like they're having their laugh now because it's not really like that but yeah um i don't know i have an earthquake kick for the first time in my entire life something that like is a crucial SoCal thing to have, to have like a safe home. And I've never had a proper one. And this year, I guess it it got, it got my ass in gear to get that together. Now I have like, I'm prepared for that. <laughs> what all is in a kit exactly? I mean, I kind of consolidated a bunch of lists, like a bunch of Google lists. There, there's, yeah. um, there's a government issued one. There's a California issued one. It's basically the most important thing is water, having a gallon of water per person yeah. per day. So for me and my family, X amount of gallons. And then I have enough for five days, which is more than they suggest. And then I, I like a first aid, like first aid stuff, like a first aid kit with all that kind of stuff, a ton of non-perishable food, like canned food, like protein bars, I put a lot of like there's stuff for like protein shakes and stuff that you just mix with water if you like they're like just non perishable stuff and then batteries walkie talkies the flashlights uh man it's been a couple months since I did this I kind of don't remember there's a ton <laughs> of shit in there though there's rope in there oh okay in case I like want to start learning knots when <laughs> the world is over and there's no TV I'll just start learning sailors knots I was thinking um, about that too, about like, I could see myself like doing the kind of stream of consciousness thinking of, okay, well, I need to get this. And then, then it's like, oh, well, if I get this, I need to get this. I could just see it <laughs> ballooning in my head pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also <laughs> one thing that I added recently that my mom actually made me kind of fearful of like, she was like, you know, when, if there's no power, like if there was an earthquake, you can't go to an ATM and credit card machines aren't going to work. How are you going to buy anything? And I was like, wow, I'd never thought of that ever. <laughs> That's, That's definitely a generational difference between my mom and I that she was like, you got to have cash, man. And I'm like, no, paper currency, that. be damned. I don't want to <laughs> ever have cash again. I hate it. But You're like, look, in Mad Max, all they care about is water. That's what they traffic in. <laughs> That's Mo right. Money, money doesn't exist in that world, so... 
And if we have bread and water and rope, I think we're good. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> next year when I expand my my earthquake kit to include, you know, a couple dozen COVID vaccines, that'll be the <laughs> currency in the new world. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Cut to, like, things escalate. You just have an errant cow in the backyard. He's like, well, we're going to need meat. Yeah, and that's right. And we can use every part of the cow, too. That's, that's, <laughs> and milk. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that gives you your dairy. I mean, the methane is something that I'm not willing to have at my home. I was, I grew up <laughs> a, a grandchild and child of farm families, and those places smell awful, man. Wow. Farms are so smelly. My grandma, she grew up in Kansas, in Clifton, Kansas, and we went there for many, many summers. And boy, you could smell that town coming. It, it, like the funny thing is that we knew exactly when we were about to be there because there was this buffalo farm, and man, you yeah, you literally smell it coming. Wow, I don't uh, yeah, I don't remember ever smelling buffalo smells. I'm sure that I have. Like I've driven through. Hmm. I wonder if it smells different. Fascinating. Let's drill down into the different smells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now uh, I got to pick. I got to pitch why you need to get a buffalo as opposed to a cow <laughs> for your doomsday prepping. Yeah. Agriculture. It's a big problem. I'm not having a cow in my yard though. I'd get a chicken. That'd be kind of cool. Goats would be good too, probably. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. Keep your grass trimmed. Cute. Put a little <laughs> bell around its neck. And you got a so makeshift you mower. It. You got some goat cheese you can have. Sure. Yeah. Man, I can't afford not to get a goat. I can't believe this hasn't occurred to me before. Man, you got to get that goat money. <laughs> the goat money that I want is, hmm, let's see. Let's choose a goat. Who's a, who's a good goat? Hmm. All I know are, I know of Billy. Billy mm-hmm. goats. Yeah. That, maybe that's just got the name recognition. I mean, yeah. I mean, like a goat like Michael Jordan or uh, yeah. Elton John. <laughs> My t- the only two goats I could think of. <laughs> Meanwhile, my idiot brain was just like, for a second I was thinking, I wonder if there's a guy like named William. He's just like, what is this? And he just named a goat after himself. But he's a nice guy, and he's like very easy to talk to. So he's like, you know, just call me Billy. I wonder. Call me Billy Goat. There yeah, it might be a dude's name. Man, the guy that got <laughs> the goat named after him. That's an, such an honor. I know. Oh, um, I feel like that, I wonder what the etymology of that it could be. Like a British thing, right? Like feels like like maybe they got called Billies. Or is what's a baby? Uh, is a baby? Oh, a goat. A, a, a kid goat is a is um. Is or a, a baby goat is a kid, right? Is I think so. I was about to say calf, but calf? all I'm learning is I know I, I was that was a pure guess. I know truly nothing about goats. Is what I'm because <laughs> well, I'm trying not? to call that's anything. Why I, why, that's what I came here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you all the research. I know all these random things, but goats apparently is a massive blind spot for me, and I'm deeply embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I mean, you, it's it's an okay hole in your knowledge. That's fine. Your time so, was probably better spent learning about other things. That's a fact. This is. I'm just going to transition because I, I got. I can't transition out of goats effectively. It's <laughs> it's beyond hey, my. I, I, I painted us into that corner. It's my fault. <laughs> Look, I brought up cows and then we got to goats. It was pretty organic, <laughs> quite literally. But I do want to ask you about your upcoming podcast. Today, announced the name Song of a Week or Song Song of a Song a Week. Song a Week, excuse me. I had song completely messed that up. Song a Week just announced part of, I know it was announced nigh upon eight days ago on your Twitch stream when Don't Stop or Will Die, your truly excellent band, did a live show. Please tell me what you can about it. 
So, Don't Stop or We'll Die, for anyone new to the band, that's myself and Paul Rust. Paul and I have been friends for a long time. 20 years we've known each other. And um, we started playing um, music and, and have been a band. We play with Tony Faxton from Motion City Soundtrack. In the podcast world, he's all over the place, but he has his podcast, Bizarre Albums, which is awesome. Plug within a plug, just like Tony would like. And Amin Zarukian from the band Spirit Kid. He does he does a lot of great stuff. He has a great animation that he, he does. And he's producing. He and Tony and Paul and I are making a podcast called Song a Week, where we are going to release brand new Don't Stop or We'll Die song every Wednesday. Oh, wow. And... This we've been talking and and planning for it for a while, and we're very excited. We're excited to 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 hit the ground running. And by yeah, by the time this comes out, it'll be coming up pretty soon, likely. Uh, we'll start on Wednesday, November eleventh. So we'll start releasing episodes that Wednesday, the eleventh, and we're gonna do a another live stream show to kick things off, and celebrate and party. And laugh and dance and smile and stuff. So that'll be on Friday, uh, November thirteenth. That'll be on Twitch again, the that Friday night. Your Twitch show, it was so good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, not just the music, but just aesthetically, it was so well shot in such an interesting way. And not that they're not good either, but just as opposed to setting up a camera doing the show, like it was really like well produced. I I, I appreciate that, and and definitely all of that credit goes to the fine people at Highland Park TV and our pal Stony Sharp who directs our music videos and you know video content and stuff. He's yeah. he's he's worked with us on a lot of things. He's fabulously talented. And the whole crew over there is that Highland Park TV set of is great. It's that three camera public access style system with all those fun like VHS style wipes and stuff yeah i loved it they they do a really fun job and that and that venue uh non plus ultra is where we've been doing those in los angeles yeah that was the first ever twitch thing we or live stream or any i mean whatever we're kind of making it up as we go along but uh (laughs) i'm glad that you liked it we'll be doing a little bit of a longer show next time um we'll do kind of a, a, a more of a full show now that we've kicked the tires on a little bit Say, it was um, still about an hour, right? It was, it was a yeah, good it was. I think it ended up being, yeah, uh, fifty minutes maybe. I'm not sure, but it'll be we'll we'll be coming back at that on the 13th. So one episode of the podcast will be out by then, and then we'll be running a Patreon also. So if you want to join us on Patreon, that's how you would be able to download the new songs as MP3s. Kind of like our, it's just like a Don't Stop or We'll Die iTunes, a private iTunes. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be bonus episodes available and fun stuff. So, yeah, check that out. That's so cool. That's very yeah, exciting. We're, we're excited, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fun songs coming up. And are you going to release them, do you think, like as part of an album, or is it just going to be Patreon-exclusive releasing the MP3s? I believe it'll be Patreon-exclusive, at least for now. Um, We we have no plans to release the weekly songs in other formats, and obviously it's available to everyone for free in podcast form everywhere everywhere that podcasts are available. And I don't know. That's that's something that I think we're going to have to figure out over the course of time. 
perhaps someday some of the songs would get a release, but we're not planning to. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. That's very exciting, though. Unrelated, but I do have a question. As somebody who has watched when it's stream live, behind the scenes, what is the Mitch live experience like? Oh, Mitch live is really a, a lot of moving parts and a lot of work. I get I the fun of being able to show up and, you know, I run the musical side of things, but the technical elements of the show are pretty involved. And that was the first time, that was my introduction to Twitch, was doing those live shows that we did. Yeah, Mitch Live is a show in which Mike Mitchell is picked up in a, well, in a van, by van, and and <laughs> unbeknownst to him, I think he just knows it's going to happen at some point, and then they pick him up, he is taken there, and then he talks to people who he finds out is are on the show as they appear on the show. And it's on Twitch in this incarnation, and previously I guess it was a, a pilot presentation for FX, I think. But it's right. such a great show, and Mike is, or, or Mitch, excuse me, is just a uh, such an affable, nice guy, and it's it's. It's such a fun experience as an audience member. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's that's a show that I, I uh, <laughs> it used to be even more ambitious, really, because we performed it as a live show at UCB for for years before we did that FX pilot, and yeah. and yeah, he knows Mitch knows kind of the day and time of it ish. But yeah, the whole plan is to surprise him. And there were a couple one one of the live shows that we did at UCB. He was told it the wrong day. Uh, on purpose, so that it nice. added an extra element of surprise. Yeah, that show is a great idea. The um, it's great fun for me. It's a it's like a lot of work, and the 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 production end of it is it's great. They work hard to make it look cool and look great, and it always looked good in the live show. And the Twitch stream is a lot of fun to kind of like the ways that they articulated that for the show because the fun is of the show is kind of throwing Mitch off and making him deal with surprises. So, you know, on Twitch, you could pay a certain amount of bits or maybe actual money. I kind of don't remember, but, and like his desk would vibrate so loud that he could, you know, (laughs) he couldn't be heard. And, you know, there's usually a, a celebrity guest or someone that kind of, gets him flummoxed (laughs) uh it's like it's um, daring him to keep going it's really (laughs) as somebody who is just purely watching it it is deeply entertaining yeah i think my role there i mean i'm kind of there to keep it on the rails to some degree because i do i do know what's coming Uh, (laughs) but i'm also there to tether mitch is like part of you know, I think it's more fun to watch Mitch when it's like, oh, he's not actually alone up there. Like, yeah, <laughs> like his friend is there to like have his back, and he's. It has to be that he's complicit and voluntarily <laughs> being embarrassed uh, for other, you know, for everyone, for everyone's last. It's a good time. Um, we haven't done that for quite a while. I know, and I, I do miss it too. I think, yeah, you're you're kind of his his make makeshift uh, like thunder shirt. You're there to be like, <laughs> it's okay. And not that he's like freaking out because he's like so, so game for whatever, but I can imagine just the anxiety of not knowing, or at least maybe I'm just projecting. But for me, I would just be like a lot of like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's definitely like, you know, his friend's just pranking him hard and he's, <laughs> yeah. you know, but he's, he. I mean, you, you, you know, Mitch, Mitch has been on uh, your show, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he's 
the best. I, I love that guy. You know, he's an improviser. He's a smart guy. He's he's quick on his feet and hysterical. He's so funny. And yeah, like you said, the big the biggest win of that show, I think, is just like how Mitch comes off as like he's the best. Like you you just are rooting for him, and he's yeah, he's such a nice guy. That's that's the real deal. That's the real Mitch, man. He's a real nice dude. There are just so few people, I think, that could, yeah, to your point, like you can, I mean, put in those situations and A, just because he just is so fast and just so naturally funny and just has a natural charisma, but who also like, as a viewer, you have an immediate investment in him succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's such a great show. I want to ask you, as somebody who makes music, what are you listening to or what do you listen to? That's a- that's a great question. I'm kind of all over the, the map. I I grew up studying. I mean, I've been playing piano a long time, and and uh, I I grew up listening to a lot of jazz music with my with my dad, and and kind of horn band music, kind of Earth Earth Wind and Fire, uh, mm-hmm. Chicago style stuff, and then I started listening. You know, it wasn't really until, I don't know, I guess middle school, high school, I was branching out. I was also, you know, when I wasn't with my dad, I was listening to Guns N' Roses and Weird Al. <laughs> it was it was a pretty disparate catalog. Lately, what have I been listening to? That's a that's a great question. Stuff that I've been digging back into maybe is, is what I would use as my answer. Um, yeah. The Ween catalog has been getting a new visit from me. That band, um Ween yeah. And I listen to a lot of different stuff. I still listen to jazz music from time to time. You know, a good Miles album or Thelonious Monk was a hero of mine growing up. I think lately I let the Spotify algorithm, I spin the dial a little more often than I used to. I'll go on that <laughs> on one of these, like, you know, I'll go spelunking into the depths of Spotify, and when I hear something new, then I'll kind of just turn on that song's radio. This is yeah. turning out to be an ad for Spotify. I'm not, I don't work for Spotify, <laughs> um, <laughs> but then you can kind of just hear other songs like that, and then I then I end up all over the place. I know what you mean, like going down the it's kind of yeah stream of consciousness, consciousness yeah. kind of rabbit hole of this leads to that leads to that. I know, I know for me too that. I'm very yeah. I'm I'm pretty much all over the map in terms of what I listen to, and it's kind of just like I don't know what whatever is good is good. But I'm definitely attracted to I guess not not loudness, but just a lot of instrumentation really gets to me. So like the uh, like Tame Impala and, and even you know like ELO those type of yeah. things of just a lot going on to where my brain is just processing everything. I love that very much. Yeah, it's fun to just like have different sounds coming at you like jumping from they might be giants to duke ellington yes. to like chopin the band can and other like kind of getting back to music like that then i'll then i'll kind of get if i get a, a hankering for old stuff like i do love motown music i don't know the more modern artists that i'm listening to maybe i would i would include the mountain goats i i listen to a fair amount of mountain goats and and uh, you know, I have to be honest with you that I got two kids and I have to listen to Frozen quite a bit. And it's <laughs> it's not torture. If the creators of the Frozen music are listening, um, and they take are any offense, they are of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine though it's just like anything else. Regardless, anything you listen to, and 
absurd amount of times eventually will wear on you on some level or maybe maybe ideally become white noise that'd be nice depending on what it is but i've admittedly i've never seen frozen i've actively in fact as a response to it being shoved in my face avoided it yeah but good job that's it's good. Oof. let me tell you it's it is weirdly a very difficult thing to do especially when with friends with kids and being a godfather to two kids too it just i don't know it's an inevitable thing i feel like there it's preordained that i simply will watch at some point in my life frozen one and or two <laughs> yeah you'll get there there's it's you know no rush It'll it's a rite of passage. Yeah. It's all right. It's permanent. Um, I will inevitably I'll... own a goat and see Frozen 1 and 2. Yeah, I got to make sure that I add uh, the Frozen 1 and 2 Blu-rays to my earthquake kit. <laughs> yeah, and a generator <laughs> to be able to watch the things. Oh, yeah. Or maybe, maybe you can get a, make a, like a makeshift treadmill for the goat to walk on to then power Frozen 1 and 2. Yes, that seems easiest. That's good. I'll do that. Yeah, that's definitely easiest. Um, <laughs> I have all the pieces of that anyway. I guess I just, you know, I should have done it already. I just didn't. I just didn't put it together until you helped me out. Thank you. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. This podcast is like unofficially a kind of a doomsday prep. Try to give DIY tips as to to how to survive the apocalypse. Sure. So yeah, I'm glad we ticked that box. So I can now just say it's we've accomplished something in this episode. I mean, I think we accomplished a lot. I think we did a lot of like good work here. I think we did a I lot of so. good work helping people and and I think they'll be I think they'll be more ready for it. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but we we might be saving lives here. No, I agree with you. I think that's fair and very reasonable. I mean, there is a reason I suppose in that regard why this is the number 3 podcast next to uh, Hardcore History and a Royal Pains recap show. <laughs> so, in that regard, I think we've we've done some good and justified being deeply <laughs> yes. popular. Yes. <laughs> Are you a, a big Halloween person? Because as we're on Halloween Eve at this point, you know, I guess I do love Halloween. I love this time of year. I think more than I love Halloween itself, but I do love Halloween. It's just kind of the beginning of a fun stretch of time. It's the yeah. beginning. Of, it always signifies kind of I like colder weather. I like the feel of autumn, like when the clocks change and it's darker out or a little earlier. I like that. By February, I'm over it, but in October, it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. And like, I think it's sewed in my mind as like, ooh, we got some breaks from school coming up. Like, got nice, week yeah. coming for November, like week coming for Thanksgiving. We got two weeks for Christmas. We got Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're just going to ride it all the way till February. And it's like, everybody, I do like the holidays a lot. And my my daughter loves Halloween. It's her favorite day of the year. Talks about it all the time. And so I I think she has renewed my my fandom of it. I also love scary movies, and it's a fun excuse to watch a bunch of scary shit. You get to like kind of uh, you know revisit fun old classics and you know see some new scaries. Maybe that's kind of how I enjoy it now. Since I guess I get dressed up with my kids still, but you know it's not really like. I'm not getting dressed up and going to Halloween parties anymore. I mean, especially yeah. this year. There, will, well, there yeah. will be none this year. That's that's <laughs> Hopefully. <done>. Um, <laughs> what have you been watching? I Let's see. What classics have I revisited? I rewatched. I always rewatch Silence of the Lambs. I always rewatch E.T., even though it's not a scary movie. Oh, it takes place at Halloween, Halloween movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's during Halloween. What scary stuff have I seen? So I rewatched uh, Poltergeist. 
this year, the the OG Poltergeist. And let's see. I'm, of course, tonight going to the drive-in to see Beetlejuice on the big screen. Oh, that sounds uh, great. Which is one of the all-time greats. Truly great. So I can't wait for that. I guess I haven't seen a new scary movie this year yet, uh, so I don't know if I'll get to that. What about you? Have you been watching any new scares? Beetlejuice is one I actually want to rewatch. I saw it a couple years ago just in the theater, which was just a, a fantastic experience just to revisit that. But in a movie theater in that kind of more communal area or, or vibe like that, it was nothing about that movie should work at all. <laughs> yeah, Individually, yeah. let alone collectively. It is just the most delightfully batshit crazy movie. And I love it just so much. And especially the fact that originally it was supposed to be a drama starring Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Which, is wild. a wild sentence, and yet it's like, <laughs> yes. but it's like, of course, of course it was. <laughs> it's so, it's so nuts. Yeah, it's, it's also just like, it's such a fun, like, it's Michael Keaton, just some of the best Michael Keaton performing yes. that exists to this day, and he's certainly my hero. I love him. He's like, it's like pure uncut Keaton. Yeah, and he's like, he's unhinged, like Tim Burton's off, off. The leash or what? Like you know, it's yeah. this ain't this ain't your Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton. It's <laughs> no. awesome and weird and crazy and beautiful to look at. And Catherine O'Hara is so good. Jeffrey Jones is so good. It's a great movie. I can't wait. Man, I, I'm so stoked to watch Beetlejuice now. Good. Huh. Now I gotta watch it too. I love that movie so much. And you know, honestly, I went to it was only a month, month and a half ago, but I went to a drive-in theater for the first time ever. Man, I loved it. It was just so great. That was your first ever drive-in? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, That's it was very great. cool. It was so fun. Um, I've gone to as many drive-ins in the last four months since they opened that stuff back up out here than I had probably in my whole life leading up to those four months. Like, drive-in was not something that I would, like, seek out. I definitely went as a kid a bunch to drive-ins. But, yeah, I mean... That's one of the things I miss the most is going to going to a movie theater, like a, Same an indoor movie theater and sitting and watching a movie with like people. Oh, man. Live music is probably the thing I miss the most, but going to the movies, man, I miss it. I do too, and I'm, I miss live shows and movies so much. And movie theaters are open here, but there is no way in hell I'm going. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't imagine going to see a movie and not being just deeply paranoid because I don't like, I don't know who's been in these seats. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know this person, that person, regardless of whether you're, you know, separated by six feet or more or not. I, yeah, I just can't do it. And ah, I just can't do it. And, and yeah, I miss I, it I, I, dearly. I'm, I'm the same. I, I don't think I would be able to, to go and be comfortable right now. Yeah, I'm the same. It'll, it's coming, though. It's coming. It's, the roaring 20s are coming. <laughs> Man. We're going to, the pendulum's going to swing. Dear God, are they roaring too. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming angry 20s. But, you know, hopefully it's all uphill from here. I mean, yeah. God, I'd love to believe that. I mean, it might (laughs) not all be uphill from here, but it's, it's for 2021 to match the zaniness of this year, I think. I would be surprised, but I was surprised this year. I really thought 2019 (laughs) was pretty bad. I got to tell you that year sucked. Yeah, I got to tell you, 2020, I'm staring it in the eyes, hands up, saying, you got me. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. Yep. Surprise. Well Surprise. Well Everything sucks. 
Way to inform me that I need to get my goat, and I will. <laughs> you got mine, now I'll get mine. Just the push we needed. <laughs> uh, goat sales are going through the roof. Yeah, I was just looking at the goat sales. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I wonder. I hope we should get a cut of that. I think we drove a lot of that business. Yes, use promo code social disgusting for 10% <laughs> off your next goat. <laughs> uh, that's as good a way to end a show as ever. Honestly, <laughs> get your goat. But yeah, is there anything you want to plug before we wrap it up? No, I mean, listen to our podcast. You can find me on instant Twitter at Michael Cassidy. That's C-A-S-S-A-D-Y. And at Don't Stop or We'll Die for the band. And yeah, Song a Week, our podcast, starts uh, November 11th. So, you know, do all the stuff. Subscribe and rate and review and pass it around and spread the word. Fun is back. So exciting. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your time. This was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, for sure, Brandon. Thank you for having me. Of course. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. Please wear a mask. Stay safe. Just be kind to yourself amidst all of this. <laughs> There's no right way to do any of this. We're all doing the best we can. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.